Okay, Dennis. Yeah, Joe. So, in this new world of new cars, because, you know, we haven't seen a new car company in a very long time, and now it seems that every car company is a new car company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone is trying to get ahead of one another with uh, new innovations and such. Of course. OTA, you know, just OTA features in general, Netflix and cars. Mm-hmm. Sentry mm-hmm. mode's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We're also now seeing physical edition of cars that we never really saw before, like uh, Tesla's fancy AC system. Uh, rear screens, I guess, were already a thing, but now they're cooler. Right. Companies like Rivian have made a camp kitchen. Yeah. It's a whole kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now Tesla wants a kitchen. I gotta okay. say, I want a kitchen, too. You want too. them to want a kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I want them to want a kitchen. They showed so one now, concept image, and that was it. What, what, what other innovations can they make to cars to get people to want to buy them? Since we are now going as far as adding kitchens to vehicles what's next uh, <laughs> i saw a concept from audi about i want to say six months ago and i can't remember which concept car it was but uh they're doing a lot with their headlights and taillights and uh you How can so? use you, you can use the headlights as a projector so I think it, for warning systems, it it's able to like project things on the road in front of you or like project things in front of pedestrians trying to cross the street, maybe. I mean, this is obviously very conceptual. I, I don't know if they have it in practice. But a more fun thing they have is that you can roll up on a wall and project a movie onto the wall, <laughs> which I thought was like, okay. You know I don't... That's better than that's better than Netflix in your small display. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know whenever I would ever use such a feature, but you know what? I looked at that. I'm like, all right, that's that's pretty cool. And I mean, even if you don't do the uh, Netflix on a brick wall thing, uh, it has some safety uses planned anyway, so it's still somewhat useful uh, anyway. So that one. That one was the only one that really like stuck out to me. I mean, Mercedes when I wrote about the EQS, I already said it that there's a they they had an uh, a renowned audiologist come in and they he created like several soundscapes to uh to to make you more restful because they have like a a, a rest mode, a sleep mode or something. I guess you're supposed to use it when you're charging so you can kind of relax like the seat goes back the lights dim and all that nonsense and you can play one of these like soundscapes of like the ocean or like the forest or uh, exotic desert or something Uh, to me that's on the complete other side of the cool spectrum but i guess (laughs) it it works for someone and it's a good test of the uh, audio system within the eqs Uh, so those two uh, at, at this very moment are the only things that stand out that I've seen so far that I don't have to make up. Uh, what, what do I want to see? Yeah, what um, do you want to see? Um, uh, you know what? I just talked about the EQS and I, I, I need to say it. I, I don't want to see uh, physical features being locked behind a paywall uh, like the uh, rear wheel steering is in the EQS. Uh I, I, I want to hope that that is not a precedence that is going to uh, find its way into other 
uh, cars, but that's perhaps a topic for a different episode. Um, what do I want? I want a fake. I want. I want a fake manual <laughs> manual transmission. <laughs> that's a good idea. What do we call? Call it Elon Musk. I, I, set up manual mode instead of track mode. I want uh, some, you know, for the more involved people that are able to somehow find a stretch of road, a stretch of curvy road that isn't populated by a lot of people and want a more involved driving experience. I want a virtual manual or something along <laughs> those lines um, that's going to cater to, I don't know, maybe literally 1%, if not less, to the people Just driving you. a car. It's, it's you and Just, only you. I'm, you know, I hope Ferrari will have my back. Maybe Lamborghini will have my back. I'm going to have to look to like the very super exotic car companies to even think about putting a feature like that. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> uh, that's 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 the outlandish thing I want. Um <laughs> in the future um i don't know uh holograms are always a cool thing in in when you talk about them but in practice at least thus far they don't really look that cool and like heads-up displays don't really look that cool in practice currently but i mean holograms i think are the uh next step forward from touch screens you know some like tony stark Iron Man type of things where you're just typing in the air on something projected. Complete, you know, science fiction fantasy right now. But I mean, if we're if, if we're going for it, Gio, if this is the topic you want, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess I just want uh, uh, the navigation to be displayed literally next to my face on a hologram. But even then, will I, I even care like about... Hypersport had a hologram. Oh yeah. Well, do, well, even then, do I care about navigation in the future? Because uh, society seems to think that uh, you know we're not going to drive ourselves anymore. So why would I even need a navigation system? Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh a big mini fridge, uh, big a snack fridge. compartment. I just, you know I just want the snacks. entire frunk to be a fridge. We've seen fridges in cars before. A lot of cars have had fridges, mostly ultra luxury cars but yeah it's for a like champagne yeah yeah and now that now that cars are electric it's a lot easier to run something like a fridge but just, i need... just give me give me a whole fridge in a car you want like if the fridge. kitchen's there i want the fridge right it just makes sense i mean yeah that makes <laughs> that makes total sense. yeah that 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 camp kitchen yeah. does not have a fridge right yeah no it doesn't have a fridge You're it's got a sink your... but no fridge you, come on come on even trevor milton thought of the fridge he was gonna keep his uh, soda fountain cooled. Oh yeah, yeah the the, the water from the. I'd, I'd love a soda fountain in a car. <laughs> um, I want um the entire exterior of the car to be a screen, so I can just, change just the, the whole color car? of my car. Oh no, solar car. I mean, well. That already kind of exists. People are already doing that. No, I need I need flexible uh, LCDs on the entirety of my car so I can switch its color at a moment notice, uh, <laughs> display funny GIFs, um, send a nasty message to the person behind me. You know, that type of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense, right? It just makes sense. I mean, who needs a <laughs> horn when I can just project a giant middle finger to the dude in, in, behind me? I mean, it just makes sense. Um... 
Uh, how, how crazy? I mean, I mean, we joke, but but like you said, a lot of these things are now popping up. The kitchen's an actual feature in the Rivian. Yeah. yeah. These uh, projectors are an actual feature in, uh, what was it, an Audi? Yeah. I mean, flexible screens are a thing. We just need to make them much, much bigger. And we're the there. Mercedes soundscape is an actual feature. <laughs> a kind of a silly feature, but, you know, yeah. a feature nonetheless. Yeah. As, as of now, with tradition, a lot of these new things, new innovations are typically uh, put in the luxury segment mm-hmm. to see what sticks and what doesn't stick. And then from there, if costs go down, it, it drops down to the lower price vehicles. Yeah. Do you think any of this stuff is going to stick? You think we're going to see kitchens and vehicles from from here on out? No. Rivian do something well, new. No, I twenty mean, years from now, does every car have a kitchen in it? I think <laughs> I don't think it will be a standard type of thing, but I think future off road vehicles like the Land Rover Defenders of the world, the Jeep Wranglers of the world, like whoever's making that segment of car, I think um, following Rivian's kitchen, and if Tesla actually decides to put the kitchen in their Cybertruck, I think you have a much better chance of seeing it in future off-road cars. Um, but I don't think the camp kitchen will be a standard feature uh, that you will find in SUVs in the future. No. Um, call me crazy for that one. But, uh, well, there's, there's a couple things that I do think will stick that we're yeah. seeing, not necessarily new with a certain automaker, but just new to EVs because now it's a thing that's possible. Uh, vehicle to grid and just general power distribution. You can yeah. able to charge an ATV out the back of a Cybertruck. Being able to power your whole home with an F-150 Lightning. That that would be a nice uh, selling feature. Of, I, th- I think of, things of like that will stick. EVs. No, that one, that one I think will stick. Air compressors too. You know, just powering your tools out the back of your truck. It, but once again, that just feel, makes the most sense. Yeah, but I feel like the air compressor type of thing will be limited to like work pickup trucks and maybe SUVs. I don't think something like a Model Three or a Colon will have something like an air compressor. Well, why not? I just fill up your tires when they're low. <laughs> well, because the air compressor is there mm-hmm. because it's envisioned to be used by you know people on a work site and the Model Three. Or Mach E isn't a vehicle that is envisioned being on a work site, cutting lumber and constructing buildings and pipes and whatever else they do. The Mach E did something interesting with their drainable frunk. It's not the first time we've seen drainable cars. The Jeeps have been drainable for, I think, forever. Yeah. You think, you think drainable frunks are going to become a thing? That's such a like a small thing, but it's like it's pretty. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, like, just, why not? It's a simple type of thing i mean you give up a uh, upholstering but who cares if their frunk is upholstered um yeah. i mean i'm sure it kind of i don't know maybe if you're buying like a super luxury car you don't want bare plastic as the frunk but uh, uh i don't know i don't what about, know what about what ford is doing with the maverick with their whole diy centric vehicle a, a vehicle intended to be created upon well kind of just uh they just give you the bare bones and tell you deal with it. I think that'd be pretty <laughs> neat because we already did this episode where I talked about, hey, you know, uh, car culture is going to kind of take a hit because EVs aren't as customizable as uh, ICE cars. So I would be f- looking forward to, you know, more type of DIY type of things. But uh, the EVs have to be cheap, you know, the they're doing the DIY things because the car is pretty bare bones. I mean, 
you know, they say a uh, bike rack, you can make a bike rack. And then the bike rack they show is like a piece of four by two, four. two by fours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, that works. And I mean, this works because this car is $20,000, but I'm not going to put, you know, two, two by fours in my $60,000 pickup truck. I'm just looking kind of silly. Um, I like, I like the idea of the DIY things, but you know, when you sit down it's like, how much stuff can you really kind of personalize on the car? Um, you know, there's no like, there's no like modules. Remember that old uh, Google? I think it was Aria, where it had the different modules on the back, and you could yep. like switch out the C- well. You were supposed to be able to switch out the CPU, switch out the cameras if you don't want them, and that type of stuff. It never never took off, but the concept was cool. Uh, I can't imagine that on a much larger scale on like uh, an well, that's EV what, platform. Uh... That's what Atlas is trying that, to do. That is modular what Atlas vehicles. is trying to do. Yeah, I mean, a modular I mean, vehicles. Modular everything has just always made sense from a consumer standpoint. A consumer and then you look standpoint. at the financials behind it, and it's yeah. like, wait, I make how much less money if I yeah. just allow them to swap parts? Yeah. Do you think the, the regulations will force us into modular vehicles? Because reality is it's a lot better for the environment. I mean, I mean still- even Tesla themselves state that... Uh, in their latest report, that the average vehicle lasts about two hundred thousand miles before it gets scrapped, and Tesla recycles the battery, but the rest of the car is not recycled. You could just swap that battery onto another vehicle, another body. Yeah, I started off this episode talking about a bunch of uh, kind of ridiculous wants, but I think modularity is definitely one of those things where I genuinely hope that it does become a thing in the future and will be useful for people, for consumers. Obviously. Uh, uh, corporations having to deal with the fact that they won't be making as much money will be a giant obstacle to that becoming a reality. But uh, if it does become a thing, and it definitely is more feasible than it was with, with, with ICE cars, given how much more simple EVs are, uh, it just it just would make sense. Um, but modularity definitely would be pretty dope. 